For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Do and mo, do and mo, do and mo. They tell you what they know. Do and mo, do and mo, do and mo. The podcast that you know. Hey, welcome into the Juice and Mo podcast. Recording this on a Sunday night, the Kings bounced back on the home floor, and what a game it was! Kings Lakers went down to the wire. The game went to overtime. The Kings lost Sabonis in the fourth quarter. De'Aaron Fox went down with an ankle injury. Ooh. Did try to give it a go in overtime, but was unable to finish the game. But somehow, some way, the Kings come up big. Keegan Murray with a nice bounce back in the second half. Malik Monk drops 11 points in overtime. And how about Kevin Herter, who could not make a shot to Mm. save his life? Hits a big three late in this game. And the Kings beat the Lakers in overtime at Golden 1 Center, 132-127. to They're now 2-1 on the season with a game against the Warriors coming up on Wednesday. I'm Deuce Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. How you doing, Mel? I'm so... So, so, so good. I was, I get in these, I don't know if it's a mood or if the Kings just do it to me or whatever it is. And it's like, I need this win. I need it. And I felt that tonight, felt it to my core. Like I need it. And then they're leading, the Kings were leading the entire game, playing some really good basketball. And the Lakers did a good job of sticking with it and then finally finding their lead late in this game. And, and that made me a little bit nervous, but then I forgot that this King squad has experienced things like this. Now they have depth now. They have depth now. So when they lose players to foul trouble or injuries, there's other people to back them up. There's other guys that are going to step up. And it's just, it was such a fun game to watch on both ends of the floor. And I'm so glad that they ended up getting their first home win. And the biggest concern, we're going to go over everything that went down in tonight's game and why this is such a big win for Sacramento. The concern at this point is definitely De'Aaron Fox. Um, Fox went down at the 727 mark of the fourth quarter. So it was off a push. He pushed hard. He was frustrated. He wanted to go strong to the basket, missed the shot. And as he went up for that, layup stepped on Gabe Vincent's foot mm. he goes down underneath the basket Sabonis misses the putback Keegan got the putback and won which uh-huh. was a huge moment Fox headed back to the locker room when the Kings were up 100 to 99 then Sabonis who was in foul trouble picked up his fifth foul at the 705 mark Fox ends up coming back into the game he hits a big three after LeBron made it 104 100 it was crazy, and ultimately the game goes to overtime. Fox did come out in the overtime session, but left really quick into the game, into that overtime session. So um, the biggest concern now is Fox is limping like crazy, yep. right? And he had 13 points in the fourth quarter. It was awesome. But in overtime, I want to see where, where did he come in at. 
Fox came out the 329 mark of overtime, did not finish the rest of the way. You know, and Mike Brown talked about how Fox wanted to go in into overtime and basically checked himself in and they're calling his name and he's just not answering because he just wanted to play. He wanted to like, he just wanted to put his body on the line. Um, or coach Brown said it, he's tough as nails and wanted to be that guy. And it wasn't until they realized, all right, he's limping too much. It's not going to be helpful for anyone to have him out there at this point. And that's when they pulled him. Uh, it, what a, what a way for this team to win with that going on with De'Aaron, Sabonis fouling out, and then you just had these other guys stepping yeah. up in such special ways. And I don't even know who you want to start with, but I feel like this is the type of game that we need to go specifically yes. down the line with it, some Yes, some we guys. absolutely will. We should note that Sabonis fouled out of this game at the 259 mark of the fourth quarter. He was convinced they needed to challenge it, and he was like, insisting that the yeah. coaches challenge they hesitated because i think they weren't sure it was going to be overturned and the kings at the time only had one timeout so they would have had to use that timeout and hope they win the challenge so that's what was on the line so they elected not to use it and then they go small after that where do we start you know let's start with darren fox darren fox had 37 points in this game oh my god dude darren fox had 37 points eight assists in this game, he also, excuse, yeah, eight assists. He had four rebounds. Okay. 14 of 24 shooting. He only played 34 minutes. He was in foul trouble in this game. And of course, what went down with the ankle thing, and you just hope he's okay. Mike Brown said after the game, there's no update. I'm yep. sure we'll learn more. I got to be honest, I can't imagine him playing Wednesday. The Kings' next game after that is Saturday in Houston. But at this point, it's not even worth guessing. You, you don't know how it's going to respond. Not we'll see what guess. it looks like tomorrow. The reality is, he's just deal with the fact that Fox is not going to be back for the time being, in my opinion. Oh, or just don't guess. Let's just yeah. figure it out when we start yeah. seeing reports. It's so. uncertain. We don't yeah. know. But De'Aaron Fox, Morgan, is playing the most confident basketball he has ever played. 100%. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, he had a move in the first quarter on Anthony Davis. Went right, went left. The footwork, tremendous. Spun back around, mm. up and under with the left. He was fantastic, and he is playing, in my opinion, the best basketball he's ever played on both sides of the ball. The fact that he was this productive tonight, if he doesn't go down, he probably gets close to 50, and he is playing like one of the best players in the NBA. Yeah, I, I think one of the things that we had what to watch going into this game, you and I maybe talked about this, was what does it look like with such a long, tall player like Anthony Davis in the middle? And how is that going to alter their game when they can't finish on the inside? De'Aaron Fox doesn't give a shit. He finishes on the inside. He finishes on Anthony Davis several times, which is just mind-blowing to me. Sometimes I'm like, how are you even getting this angle on him? Or understanding, it's not even just his his speed. It's his ability to, to uh, play at his own pace and slow down and... And the way that he can go up and stop his body and square his shoulders, it is absolutely incredible. Then to knocking down some big threes and outside shots later in the game, uh, I'm just so impressed with the way he's playing basketball. And like you said, on both ends of the floor, it is such a great thing for the Kings. A couple of Fox plays I wrote down was that it was at the end of the second half. The Lakers had made it a, a game again. They were making a nice little run and the Kings closed in a big way. The Lakers cut it to 59-55. Kings end up going 
to halftime up 66-55. And Fox had a couple of plays. It was just nasty. He went ISO on Reeves, hit a step back midi mm. in his face. And then late in that quarter, Fox goes ISO mode on Torian Prince, who's a decent defender. Keegan comes over to set a screen. De'Aaron waves him off. He puts on a couple of moves and nails a step back three on Prince. It was nasty. And then, of course, the the play to end. Was that the end of that quarter? I may be thinking about a different quarter, so I don't want to mix it. Okay, this was in the first when McGee faked a <laughs> dribble handoff and then dunked at the end of the first. But those two plays, to me, yeah. spoke volumes. The step back midi on Reeves and then the ISO step back three on Prince late in the clock. He's, he's feeling... As confident as I've ever seen him in his NBA career. Yeah, and I I think uh, it's it's wild, not only covering the Kings but like being a fan your whole life of this team, and seeing this level of talent, yeah, grow internally with your organization that you've followed your whole life. I think that's what's been the most surprising thing is just being like. How, like, where did that come from when everyone always says, no, we knew that was there. We knew that was there. It was who was going to bring it out, out of him. It was how was he going to bring it out of himself? And you're seeing it. And not only that, Deuce, his style of play is just making his entire team better, individuals better. His confidence is contagious for others. It's not like everyone's worried, like, let's get the ball to De'Aaron and step out of his way. It's let's make him better. He's going to make us better. That is how basketball should be played. And I felt like that last game against the Warriors, he had 39, 22 in the fourth quarter. Amazing, right? I think he left feeling that he could have turned it on faster. Like his team needed him to turn it on faster. And tonight, he turned it on at the end of the second. I'm like, yeah, don't wait till the fourth quarter. Yep. This Lakers squad can't guard you. They couldn't guard you last year when you averaged near, nearly 30 points a game. They can't guard you now. They could throw Torian Prince on you, Austin Reeves on you. They better not throw D'Angelo Russell on you hey. because he's going to cook all of them. And then he's so comfortable now, like you said, in his ability that he, he's patient enough to deal with something like someone like Anthony Davis, who is an elite shot blocker, really good defensive player, who's able to make defensive plays all the time. Yeah. Fantastic game by De'Aaron Fox. Now you just hope that he's okay. Yeah, I think that's the next point. And it's like, I, I, I would rather talk about all the players first, too, before even talking about what it could look like without yeah, De'Aaron. Yeah, no, no, I'm not, we're going to have to go there yet. Well, hey. Any other De'Aaron thoughts? No. I, the guy's a star. I've I've never been more comfortable with this guy being the leader of the team than I am right now. Agreed. Last year he took a giant step. I'm, yeah, yeah, but now I'm like, no, this guy's a star. And he is an absolute star. There's not many guys who can get buckets like he does right now at the NBA. He he said it, and I believe it. He can get anything he wants. Co- that and coaches, coaches always try and push for like, hey, if you can be this type of defender, you'd be surprised. Like, what type of game? What how much better it's going to make you as a basketball player on both ends. Like you see the type of energy you thrive off of when you have these active hands, when you get these deflections, I think it was one of the first plays of the game when he got that steal and, and um, had that transition bucket. It's oh yeah. Like, that was when uh, LeBron AD pick and roll and he read it perfectly. LeBron 
his pass was off target. Fox yep. took it to the house. Yeah. yeah. No, and it's just, it's so, it's so nice to see that both sides of the floor for him are just really coming together. Who's the next guy you want to mention? Um, I, I have two that I cannot wait to mention. Um, well, you don't have to wait any longer. <laughs> you know what? Show now. <laughs> before, before we get to Malik Monk and his special play, I want to shine this light on Kevin Herter right now. Give I it up am for Kevin Herter. so damn happy for that guy. It's just, it's not easy when you see your name in the media being talked about, not even in a negative way, but just in a, well, I mean, I'm sure on social media, yes. But I think even with like media outlets, it's like people are questioning your value and what you can contribute as a starter. And it's not only media, it's your coaches are saying the same thing, but in a much lighter and professional way as coaches are going to be transparent and talk about these things. And Kevin Herter has been pretty damn professional and transparent talking about these things. And tonight he wanted to just shut that down. He had a bounce back performance and it wasn't just because of the way that he was making a few big shots or hitting or, or putting a few points on the board. It was the way he was doing a little bit of everything, playing defense, getting deflections, blocks, um, getting rebounds, uh, finding his open teammates, just a fantastic way to make sure to try and slow down that conversation of him not being a starter. We did a thing today for NBC Sports California that aired during the pregame show where we talked about Kevin Herter. And like, mm -hmm. okay, what's going on? And one of the things that we had talked about was, is it an overreaction to suggest that Mike Brown needs to change the starting lineup? And I was like, I think it's a slight overreaction, but it's worth monitoring. But the thing we highlighted there is like, you got to go with track record. Yep. And if you go back to Kevin Herter in the playoffs, it wasn't good. He shot 20% from three in the playoffs. In the preseason, 22%. Coming into this game tonight in two games, he was one of 10 from three. Yeah. So, I mean, he's obviously going through a difficult stretch. But in 75 games with Sacramento last year, the guy hit over 200 threes. 40% from three. He was a part of the number one offense in league history from an offensive rating uh, standpoint. I don't think the Kings were ever worried about him knocking down shots. They, they were worried about him staying confident throughout that process and still doing the things that he needs to do defensively. And the point you made uh, with his defense was, look, we know there are certain matchups he's going to be bad at, but there are things he could do well out there too. And he did that tonight. He, what jumped out? It just how physical he was. He was so locked in. And that's the thing. If you are not the most athletic person out there, how can you be one of the smartest? How can you make sure that you are the most focused person out there? And that's what he showed tonight. And I think because he wanted to have those NBA minutes too, and he wanted to stay out there on the floor. And so being locked in was making sure his timing and his swiping was right, whether it was a beautiful block from the backside or just getting his hands in the passing lane. Um, but I also thought he did a better job, and Mike Brown mentioned this too, with not just using his hands defensively, but using his chest. So whether that's showing your jersey, staying in front of someone, bumping them with your chest, or it's just making sure that you're not making the rest of your defense, the rest of your team's defense, their life harder. And tonight, he contributed exactly what he needed to do. He rebounded well, too. He finished, finished the game with 12 points, seven rebounds, four assists, two blocks. His two blocks led the team. He was 4-12, so not great. He had some looks inside that went in and out, but he was three of seven from downtown tonight, including the big one 
in overtime. That was huge to put the Kings up for good 130 to 124. And you could tell that moment when he just raised his arms to the crowd like, I needed that in the worst way. Now, Morgan. Yes. Is this a good lesson for him, too? I think we forget he's like 24, 25 years old. <laughs> yeah. Is this a good lesson for him? Like, hey, like, oh, it's your shots may not go down sometime, sometimes. And hell, you may have another bad game on Wednesday, but you can't let it impact everything else. And he talked about that after the game a little bit, about how he can't allow his happiness of his performance to dictate the way that he is just playing on the floor. And it's like hard to do. You're human. And I love how open he is discussing these things, but he also was asked about how having players, teammates back him up, empower him, be there for him through these struggles and everything else. It doesn't add more anxiety and like uh, more focus on these struggles. It, it really can help someone's, confidence, mentality, um, so many other things that people that are down really need. And I think this team does just a great job of doing that with one another. None of it's fake. It's actually about lifting each other up because they know if they lift each and every one up on this team, that it's only going to lead to more and more W's for everyone else. So yeah, I think for him, making sure that you're just in the right mind space, even if you're having that bad game, shoot or shoot, you got to keep shooting, but what the hell are you doing on the other end of the ball? And that's what's really going to stand out to Mike Brown and the coaching staff. Kevin Herter ends up playing 36 minutes in this game. That's big time stuff for a guy who had been really struggling and played what 16 minutes the last game. He only played six minutes in the first half against the Golden State Warriors. So big time performance for Kevin Herter. And you you hope that can, he can kind of string some things together because he is so important to what this team does. And if he's playing well, and then you got someone like Chris Duarte coming off your bench too, it's like, now it really, you could really see that depth start to shine. And yep. you can throw in some different looks out there. Okay, we need Chris for, with some lineups. Out. Okay, let's go. Let's have him be a little physical out there and do his thing. But when Kevin goes out there, there can't be like a significant drop-off. The effort has to be there defensively, the engagement. And he did that tonight. I was really happy for Kevin Herter. I, 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 in many ways, I was relieved because it, it got to the point against Golden State. I, I mentioned this to you the other day. I went back and rewatched that. His five attempts, 0 for 5 from 3 against Golden State. They were all great looks. We had a couple that went in and out, but there's nothing where you're like, ah, man, you just have to keep shooting. Yep. Shooter, shoot. Shout out Kevin Herter. Yep. Super happy for him. And he got the defensive player of the game, uh, Chain, from the coaching staff. So they liked yeah. what they saw out of him. His teammates were there for him. It was just a all-around happy ending to the day for Kevin Herter. Well, the next guy we got to talk about. Mm. I think it's a, you know what? What? I'm going to do it. Our rock and soul player of the game, Malik Monk. Let's go. This guy is a bucket getter. 22 points for him. He had 11 in overtime. I did mention this. Fox was awesome too. He had 37 points. (laughs) I love him. But the Kings don't win tonight without (laughs) the rock and soul player of the game, Malik Monk. Of course, rock and soul diner. You got to go there. How about breakfast all day? That's a win. They open at 8 a.m. daily. That's amazing. And Friday and Saturday, the kitchen is open until midnight. They've got 14 TVs, free parking. They're located at 10th and S, just six blocks away from Golden One Center. Go there before the game. Or in a case like tonight, 
you know, or on the weekend when yeah. it's Friday and Saturday. Friday and you Saturday go over nights. There after a game, you and can have go a post game. Yes. In pregame, they always have TVs there, like you yeah. said. Free parking, so close to the arena. Love that Malik Monk is our rock and soul player of the game. So let's talk about Malik Monk, Hell Morgan yeah. Reagan. Okay, well, this guy is that spark of energy that every team wishes they had. I love the way that he stepped up. In overtime, when his players were gone, Sabonis, Fox, you don't have your main guys out there. He is knocking down big shots. He is making big plays. He, You could feel his confidence. Again, you want to talk about contagious confidence. That's what was going on with him. He was being a leader out there, a floor manager, and everyone felt it on this King squad. And I felt like he got off to a tough start. He had a couple of bad turnovers in the third oh, quarter yeah, yeah. when the Lakers were getting back into the game. One where he left his feet trying to get to Sabonis uh or what no he left his feet and then he could it didn't get deflected the ball slipped out of his hands he couldn't mm. grab it and then he had another one in a pick and roll situation with Sabonis where he tried to kind of force in there Lakers read it well you know a lot of defenders out there with long arms it was a it was a bad turnover but yeah you're right Morgan he was massive the Lakers scored 12 points in overtime Malik Monk scored 11 mm. and then he had that big assist late to Kevin Herter for the three. So Monk finishes with 22 points, three assists, three rebounds, four of nine from downtown. And he played just under 25 minutes. And yeah, I, I he is such a talented player. So talented. It's unbelievable. And when he's able to play control, guys have turnovers. You get that. Mm -hmm. There's some chaos that comes with Malik Monk, but I'll tell you, there's no one, as confident as Malik Monk. Nope. He he knows he belongs out there, and he is a professional bucket getter. It's yeah. fine if he's scoring, but his ability to set up his teammates, he's got awesome chemistry with Sabonis. He's starting to develop that with JaVale McGee, and just having a guy that can get to the rim, get paint touches, but one of the most impressive plays he had tonight in overtime was driving, going in the 80s body, scoring, Ooh. and one. Again, this is Malik Monk, 6'4"-ish, right? Yeah. It's yes. not like he's the biggest dude on the planet. He wasn't afraid to go at an all-defensive player who's got some girth in AD, score it late. I loved it. And, loved what he brought. And it's not like he was trying to throw his body and look for a foul. He was going to go through AD. He was going to get to the basket. Yep. He was going to get a, a good, a decent, um, controlled shot. And when he is in control, which he was for the most part tonight, especially late in the game, um, it's it's incredible what he can do. And I think Mike Brown talked a little bit more about him and his special play, but was like, if that guy just locks in defensively, he could be like one of the best two-way guys out there. Like he has the athleticism. He has the confidence. The handles. He has the handles. Hmm. He has all the things you want to see, the playmaking ability, like like he can be that team guy and he can be that selfish guy when he needs to be too. When you have a guy that has that type of mentality, you want to get them the ball. You want to have them out on the floor. But defensively too, I think just the way that he's been more and more active, staying in front of guys, um, it's been great. It's I mean, he can fly in there for a rebound. He had three boards, you know, just doing a little bit of everything. I just think alone that energy is something that this king's team is so lucky to have we need to pause and give the nearly 1,000 people joining us live right now 
Give me a hell yeah. Let's go. Hell yeah. Appreciate the chat. And we're going to get to some of your comments. And we have to get the poll question. I asked the chat, who was your MVP of the game? The okay. options, Malik Monk with 11 points in overtime. De'Aaron Fox with 37, including 13 in the fourth quarter. Or Keegan Murray. He had 10 points in the fourth quarter, by the way. Finished with 17 points and eight rebounds. We'll talk about him in a second. Right now, the chess gives 66% of people saying De'Aaron Fox, which can't get mad at at all. Also, shout out to our guy, Kenneth, for becoming a member. If you guys have not done it yet, the easiest thing to help this channel grow and so more eyeballs get here and watch us talk Kings, talk NBA is making sure you hit the like button, the thumbs up button. That should be at like 700 by now. It's the easiest thing you could do. It just helps us grow. If you subscribe, that helps us grow too. We appreciate you guys being here tonight for Night Chats. Thank you so much. Um, In the chat, Niner Wood says, the beam shines brighter when we beat LA, go Kings. It literally shines brighter. A lot of people talking about my costume tonight. I dressed, clearly dressed as Alan from Barbie. (laughs) Played by Michael Sarah. Hold, the, on, do hold the, on. You know, sometimes you have to I it, take the headset off. No, the headset's fine. That because everyone dresses as Ken, like, oh Ken on the blue roller blades. Hey, you're not Ryan Gosling. You're ugly. Don't pretend to oh be my him. God. Now I'm Alan. Yeah, no one's picking Alan. Like, no one picked you're Alan. You're ugly. Why. Do not dress <laughs> okay. like Ryan okay. Gosling. Right. And then Mr. Jason916 says, is Deuce's costume Chucky from Child's Play? <laughs> Someone also asked if Deuce is an employee from Hot Dog yeah. on a Stick. Oh, <laughs> yum. Guys, can you just give me some love for creativity? There's nothing. Can I? Oh, I'm not going to be mean. Never mind. And then you got Jake, who loves... His, his go-to word is cringe. Ugh. He said cringe to your parents at one time uh, when they did do some mail and then cringe to me. Jake, you're killing my buzz tonight. Don't do it. Don't, Appreciate don't you. Don't be nice. Be nice to Jake. I love the word cringe, but also like use it when it's appropriate. Okay. Yeah, because thanks. this is not yeah, cringe. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're cringe, Jake. Um, that next guy, all oh, the next guy I want to talk about. And we can bounce back to stuff throughout yeah, the game yeah. too. I want to talk to the chat and let people know. Uh, that they can hit us up in Discord as well. Um, Who's the next guy? Keegan Murray. Oh, my God. Yes. Duh. Keegan Murray, because he got off to a really slow start tonight, still was playing some good defense, and that's the biggest area of his game where he he's grown. He ends up with 17 points, eight rebounds, five assists. I wrote down a moment in this game that jumped out to me. It was when he decided he was going to pass up a three. It was in the third quarter, okay? Keegan had just picked up his fourth foul before this. Mike Brown left him in. Keegan passes up a three wide open, which yeah. Mike Brown gets heated at him for. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then he decides he's going to put on the floor. He hesitates, called for a travel. Mike Brown goes immediately to the bench, like pissed, grabs Sasha. So Sasha and Mike Brown are standing at the scorer's table. Next possession, Keegan gets a rebound off a miss. Then it ends up turning into a Keegan Murray made three. <laughs> yeah. Well, after the game, well, hold on, I'm jumping around now. It, okay. We're going to get to that. Okay. So then Keegan <laughs> hits the three and then Sasha like claps his hands and then goes back and walks back to the bench to sit down. Sit Mike down. Brown left him in there. Here's what Mike Brown had to say after the game about uh, what happened during that situation. Hey, coach, noticed two moments tonight where it looked like somebody was ready to check in, and then it seems like the guy they were about to check in for hit a three. You sent him back to the bench. Um, what is sort of the thought process when it comes to that? 
Uh, I, I mean, obviously, if a guy hits a three, you know, you want him to keep rolling. Uh, I, I don't, I don't remember. I only remember one, and it was Keegan. Um, he was wide open, and he had a smaller guy closing out on him, and he traveled. And I, you know, I, he's got to shoot the ball. He's one of the best shooters I've been around, and um, he didn't shoot it. And I told him. The only re reason he'll probably come out of games this year when he's not supposed to and to get some rest if he doesn't shoot the freaking ball. And uh, he, it was great because the, the next opportunity he got, he shot it. <clears throat> and uh, I, th I think he turned to me and said, looked at me and said, F you. <laughs> Which I loved. <laughs> it was great. Uh, so he could shoot. He, he better freaking shoot the ball or else he's coming out the game. Okay. I love that moment. I have a question. Yeah. Did he say F you? That's a good question. Or did he drop the F bomb? The F bomb. I think he's, I, it's Keegan. He dropped the F bomb. You think, you think? You, you think Keegan ran down the court being hot at Mike Brown goes, F you. Like, no, he, I he dropped the F bomb. I think he was like, Dad, like, I thought, like, F you, coach. Here's what we're going to stop. We're going to stop pretending like Keegan doesn't play with a little fire. Just because he's a monotone guy doesn't mean he doesn't have a little. I mean, some people just don't <laughs> curse Dog either. Oh, come on. You think he. Keegan 100% said F you to Coach Brown. All I right. wish he would have been mic'd up. I wish they would have caught it on camera. I love that. That That's like something Tim Duncan would have done the pop back in the day. F you, Coach. I, and I, and just, I like that fire. And I love that Mike Brown loves it. I love that Mike Brown loves it because it just shows their relationships, the way that they respect one another, but also, like you said, the competitive fire of being like, sit his ass back down. F you. I'm staying on him shooting the damn ball. Love it. Keegan ends up with 17 points. I mentioned that he had 10 in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. He played with confidence. You know, he missed some good looks too early. But again, this is a guy that just needs to keep shooting. Morgan, you know me. I get emotional sometimes. I get too excited about things. You know, that's just how All I the time. operate. All the time. Keegan Murray. Calm Ke down. Keegan Murray. Calm down. Is going to be a star in this league. And you, you let it happen. Ahead. You can clip this. You can save it. You can make fun of me later. But if I'm right, you better acknowledge me too. Because the reality, Morgan, is he has taken such a leap into year two. Yeah. His size. But the most, the thing I'm most excited about, what? it's not just oh he can shoot threes. His defense. I saw in the Warriors game. I he's know. defending Clay, Kaminga, forcing travels. He's Contesting. coming out on Steph Curry tonight. He's defending multiple players out yep. there, and he's playing physical. The one that hurt him late was at the end of the fourth quarter, oh, where LeBron. Mike Brown trusted Keegan enough to put him on LeBron James, yep. one of the great players to ever play the game. And, and they went ISO. And LeBron went ISO and scored on him. But I Good. That's a which, lesson. That's which, what I want. Which, by the way, earlier in the game, like early on the game, LeBron going downhill in transition, and Keegan didn't back down. He fouled the shit out of him, but he fouled the that, shit out of him trying to trying to shadow the ball, take it Morgan, down, and, you and know sending him to the free throw line. Why was that a big play though? That was LeBron James pushing in transition. That's what I'm saying. Like literally fresh off the game, going downhill, and Keegan's like, "I'm no, we're not doing this." And uh, boom, boom, and, and last actually year, tried to like grab it, rip the ball. That's what I'm saying. The last year at that time, he might swipe at it. It's an and one yep. for LeBron, and LeBron yep. gets that and one on guys all, all the, the time. time. And so it takes a lot of strength to be able to hold that down and just 
oh, yeah. prevent him from even getting the ball to, to get that and one. I know. Amazing defensive play. And him taking these steps as a defender in year two. I know. What he can do offensively. The guy's a stud. I could spend, like, I wish we had time. If we have time tomorrow, like, I just want to do Keegan Murray, like, break down Keegan Murray plays because he is so fun to mm -hmm. watch out there on both ends, even if he's not making all the shots. Like, take a look at his shot selection. Like, are we saying, you know, okay, those are going to start to fall? Most likely, yes. And I, I think... At times, I'll use that excuse. It's early on in the season. But a lot of these guys, like, you're playing other teams again still early on. Like, you're you're figuring out, instead of playing your teammates at, in training camp, at practice, like, you're getting back into it. And so you're going to get those down. Yes, Keegan Murray is very exciting. Um, I also feel like this is one of those games, which is wild for us, where it's the praise is just all around like we are praising every single player but that's how fun this game was for a lot of these guys out there i mean you can go down the list even sasha vizenkov it's like him and, his, and what he was doing defensively getting deflections like swiping down at the ball i was i just felt proud ew i'm so happy morgan Ugh. i understand we live in a world where we watch these games and people people want to jump to to get the take out as fast as they can. Sure. Right? It's like after yeah. one play in the first quarter, this player is the greatest player or this player is the worst player. Ugh. And during the preseason, there was an instant overreaction to some of Sasha's play out there. Uh-huh. And what we heard was he like just needs a little time. I mean, he's getting adjusted to the game. It's going to take the him pace. time, which makes a lot of sense. And he's still going to have these moments throughout the year as he gets adjusted. Also, depending on matchups, he's learning. He's learning the league, all that. Sasha in the first quarter today showed you why he could be a really good player in the league. Yeah. Right? And and people want to talk about the defense, but it's similar, similar to Herter, right? Where... You, you, you have to have the good feel for the game. If you're not going to be a lockdown defender, meaning like one-on-one, -on -one, you're going to, someone's going to ISO you and you're going to be a shutdown guy. What can you do as a team defender? Yes. Tonight, Sasha yes. in the first quarter comes in, has two deflections on Austin Reeves. I loved it. It was just good activity. He's so good at digging in there with his long arms and poking the ball away. He had a nice block today. He mm. blocked Rui on some mm. help. He recovered and blocked the shot. And that's what I like is like, hey, even if there's a tough matchup, Rui can be a tough matchup. You're still able to make a play out of it. He's a good rebounder. And what he does offensively, I already knew what he's going to be able to do offensively. Yep. We watched in the EuroLeague. The guy can shoot from the perimeter. He moves well without the ball. He oh, did yeah. that tonight. Oh, yeah. Had an amazing cut. Yes. Was that Malik that got that one to him? I want to. Okay, I had it yeah, in my notes find it too because I know exactly what you're talking about, and I was so excited in that moment. The way that he had uh, cut to the basket, just moved without the basketball, and it, he's he's like elite with his timing in the step. Yep. Do you have it? I, I don't. Uh, I I couldn't find it. I know there was one play I wrote down where he got the lob from Sabonis, a little yep. two man action, and he finished the lob. He blocked Rui, and that turned into a Davion Mitchell three. That's Great defense, turns into offense. I love it. That was exciting to see. And the other thing I liked is Brown was about to put Barnes back in for Sasha. Yeah. And Sasha made a play, and 
he had Harrison Barnes sit back down. It's like, you know what? Let's let this guy rock. Like he needs the experience. He needs the confidence at the NBA level. He's showing something out there. Let him keep going. And so you're starting to see the Kings depth in a big time way. And I'm mm-hmm. glad he's getting comfortable out there because it was nice. But to your point, there was one play where I, yeah, it was Malik. It was Malik coming okay. from the corner. Okay. Right. Yeah. And Sasha read it perfectly and cut, got it, scored beautiful basketball. Yeah. Yep. I just, I, I, I love, I love the way that he sees the game, sees the floor. And, um, I think as more and more time keeps going on, he'll, he'll adjust to the pace, the pace will only benefit him somehow, some way. And he knows that he needs to be physical on the defensive end if he wants to play basketball. And I think good he wants rebounder. to play basketball. Yes. He's a good rebounder yes. too. I enjoyable. Also, Keegan, can we acknowledge his rebounding too? He had eight rebounds again. I yeah. think he's averaging right around eight rebounds a game to start the season. Damn. I love seeing him aggressively crash the boards. Okay. Use so your size. His the first game, he had huh? 15 and 8. Against the Warriors, he had 16 and 7. Tonight against the Lakers, he had 17 rebounds. I'm sorry, 17 points, 8 rebounds. Keegan also also had 5 assists tonight. Wow. The Kings as a team, how about this? 30 assists on 49 makes. Murray had 4. Sabonis had, excuse me, Murray had 5. Sabonis had 5. Herter had 4. And Fox had 8. Damn. Damn. The assists, I mean, you look at the steals, two steals for him yeah. in that game against the Lakers, two steals against the Warriors. Like, yeah, he's he's doing a lot of things defensively from rebounding, hands in the passing lane, contesting shots, all the above. In the chat, Brad says, every time he shoots a three, I think it's in. Yeah, he had one bad miss tonight where it seemed like even for him it was a quick release. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. But, yeah, he, I trust his shooting big time. Um, Sasha is not a bad defender. Defender says Rhino knows how to use timing and positioning. It's a great point. It's a, I mean, he he definitely has that IQ, that that defensive IQ out there, like good court awareness, and he's a smart player. Smart player. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was a nice outing for him and a nice one for the Sacramento Kings. Uh, absolutely agreed. And I'm with you. I think everyone had like a moment tonight. They did. The they did. I mean, I know even like. For Sabonis, another double-double. Like, we haven't even talked about him. You know, 12 points, 15 boys, fouls out of the game. He only took eight shots, too. He's five of eight. Uh Uh-huh. And, and like, but everything was going well for the Kings offensively. You know, like, they they had the lead for most of the game, so it wasn't like I was looking for Sabonis to be more aggressive or to do more. Um, You know, he hit a three. I think they were... it went into Keegan and Keegan had him trailing and he got to come into his three and it was just a beautiful shot, a beautiful uh, shot selection by Domas, you know, just feeling into the rhythm of the, the actual shot. How many times can I say shot? One yeah, yeah, I don't know. My I was I, God. I almost passed out myself. Uh, 12 points, 15 rebounds, five assists for Demonis Sabonis <laughs> tonight before fouling out. Some of the fouls are cheap. I can I just say one thing? Oh. The, in the first half, it was twenty-three to five free throw attempts, mm-hmm. and I'm not denying that the Kings were fouling. Sure, but man, I'm like they're not calling anything on the Lakers. I also thought some of them were ticky tack. Like I'm like they were. we're really that's Sabonis is fouling out on that. Okay, interesting. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's an interesting call. That um, was lame. There's some ticky tack 
calls in this one. It's, I just like a physical game. And I thought last game against the Warriors had that good level of physicality. D'Lo and his bullshit, like, like yeah. fling his body thing. And even De'Aaron right in the beginning of the game is like making fun of it going, that cannot be a call. Like you, you got, you have to do better as an official to be like, he is trying to fake you out. It's not even a, oh, he's trying to exaggerate some physical contact. He is just trying to manipulate um, the official. Lakers end up 26 of 34 from the free throw line. Kings miss seven free throws, 17 of 24. I'm sick of missing, seeing them miss free throws. Yeah. No, I think that's something that will... um, hopefully get better i can only assume that it can keep getting better i mean something they emphasize at practice obviously at the end of practices with you gotta run if you're not gonna make these you gotta make three in a row or whatever the hell it is so so yeah i i think they know that these are the type of games too that are going to come down to attention to detail and mike brown's always talking about details as well one interesting detail uh, from tonight was when Sabonis fouled out in this game at the 259 mark. It was, I was wondering what he was going to do. If he was going to go with JaBel McGee, he ends up going small. They go out there with Fox, Herter, Barnes, Keegan, and Sasha yeah. goes out there. And I honestly like that decision. It's like, go smaller out there. The, the Lakers had a lineup tonight that featured at one point Rui and Christian Wood and AD, Torian Prince. I'm like, that's some good size. The Kings kind of struggled with that. But I like the fact that, hey, go a little smaller. Yeah, it's it's small for sure. But you also need to bring AD out from the basket. Have more spacing out there. After that, they went with Fox, uh, Monk, Herter, HB, and Keegan. Then they had Fox, Mitchell, Duarte, HB, and Keegan. So they definitely mixed up with like offense, defense, too, down the stretch of a close game. I just like that they went small. And yeah. I, We've talked about that before. I know the Kings still don't have Trey Lyles, but I do want to see him as some small ball five because it does make sense. That's the thing. If it's like if it's not broke, why fix it? And I think with Trey Lyles, like we heard Mike Brown early on in training camp, kind of talking about how like you know that's probably not the direction we're going to go with Trey Lyles. And it's like why it worked, and I mean it worked well, and it's not going to work against every matchup. But why not continue in that direction? Um, especially because Trey Lyles is so valuable. I'm so excited for him to hopefully come back soon. Yeah, but then you start going into... That's fine. Who's minutes? Good problem problem to have. have. Uh, We are three games in the NBA season two, and it hasn't been perfect from the Kings defensively. I just look at them. They they are such a better defensive team than they were last year. It's clear (laughs) as day. Individuals have gotten better. Uh They're more locked in. How many times did we watch a game last year and it's like, oh, the opposing team, 50% shooting. Oh, they're knocking down like close to 23. Yes. Lakers shot just under 44% tonight. Points in the paint. The Kings got them there 56-44. It was good to see them not dominate in the paint. Yes. I was really satisfied. I've been really satisfied with the Kings' defensive effort. Yeah. Again, not perfect, but... I do believe they could take that jump. Keeping guys out of the paint. And that's not just like because you have Sabonis in there. That's other guys like doing their job along the perimeter. And then um, you talk about the Kings possibly taking that jump. Yeah, they're growing off of where they were last season at the end of last season. At the end of last season, they understood the importance 
of attention to details. And attention to details isn't just like staying with my guy or being in the right spot. It's all being together. It's all it's understanding what you can accomplish as a unit. And I think they're starting to truly understand that. Like, well, if they do their job and no one, that's the other thing. No one wants to let the other person down. That's what I love. We always talk about how they keep empowering one another, or like someone's in a shooting slump or whatever, but nobody wants to be the one that allowed that back door, that allowed that breakdown. Um, there's a lot of pride you're seeing in this defense. One of the most frustrating plays from tonight was late in the game when JaVel McGee no, that tip out I, rebound and LeBron got it and it was easiest dunk ever. I'm like, please don't let this be like a that weird play like that. Yeah, decide against things. the Lakers, yeah. the tip out. I was Vlade. like, are you kidding me? It brought it brought back like weird, traumatic nightmares about that tip out years and years ago. I'm not even kidding, and it made me so sad too because it was like Javale. Like these are the things that people knock you on, right? Like mm. just those those like, what am I thinking moments. And he had that moment. It was like there was no, it there was no jerseys there. Like you are not, do not. Yeah, but come on, you're just trying to get your hand on the ball. You're trying to just tip it out, and he he does that a lot and actually helps him. I just think it was a bad luck thing. Oh no, I thought I I I honestly thought it was it was a bad choice, bad Pretty decision. Disagree. What was he That's supposed fine. to do? Just touch it? I mean, no, but to decide to tip it out that way with no goalie on the other end with LeBron James and other people that can do some amazing things in transition and gain momentum off of, you just don't like understand your personnel and who is there. And if anything, try and tip that shit up in the air out of bounds toward your basket anywhere else, but toward the other person giving them momentum. I shouldn't even read comments like this in our discord, but I'll show it. Someone King Lou deuces found deuces halloween costume hot dog on a stick same vibes it's not i mean those same are vertical vibes. these are horizontal same vibes my god the, the, i will never dress up for halloween again with the attitude i'm receiving this type of negative energy i'm getting from the chat you're not getting Discord. negative energy you're getting like you're just getting people being honest it's like they're your teammates and they're just being honest with yeah, you. Yeah, they're, they're my teammates. They're, I, want, I wouldn't want anybody on my team. They're empowering you to do better or to try harder. Like you had this for a month. And like I, to I told him, I said, Deuce, if you want to buy in, get the wig. Get the wig. You know, you talk about teammates too. The other thing that, you know, I, I feel like I don't have good teammates if these people are my teammates in the chat. I wore a nice suit tonight. Really nice suit. And what do I know is I go on social media tonight. And I get this from Morgan. Um, did Deuce really steal my look? Because I guess there are similarities in this, Sue. I what don't do you know. mean? It's literally I mean, the same orange, just different lighting. God. And we both have a cream white looking top underneath the jacket. Like, no shit you stole my look. No shit. I, if we're playing who wore it better and who looked better. Me. Ladies and gentlemen, Deuce Mason. Thank you very much. I love much. the I gold it. accents I have with the, with the watch that doesn't work. Yes, I always wear a watch that doesn't work because I can't. One day. I'll, oh, I, got, I just. I, I know where I need to get a watch. Actually. So I know where I'm today. getting my next watch. We, we'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, the chat's being so distracting, though, talking about uh, who is Deuce even supposed to be? Okay. Alan from Barbie. Alan from Barbie. You guys not see the movie? Oh my God. 
I'm embarrassed too. Don't worry. We got more to get to on the podcast. Here are a couple of things we need to talk about. Looking ahead to the next game, we got to talk about De'Aaron Fox and some video that we saw after the game. And if he is out, what's that look like for Sacramento? We're going to talk about that in just a second, but we should mention that night chat. Each and every one of our night chats presented by our friends over at Northwest Exteriors. Morgan, why should people go to Northwest Exteriors and NorthwestExteriors.com if they need windows, because it will change your life. I'm I'm putting that um, in the nicest way possible. I can't believe how windows have changed my life. Everything from protecting my furniture, from being noise canceling, so I don't hear the bull outside. Um, from being uh, the bull, like the bull. You, you crap. have bulls? No, but well, in your neighborhood, if there were bulls, I wouldn't hear okay, them. That's a good because point. there's noise canceling windows. Aesthetically, my house is gorgeous on the inside and outside now oh and on top of that i'm saving an s ton of money because of the energy bills it keeps all the heat in it keeps all the cold out why didn't i do this sooner well you need to go to their showroom in rancho cordova one because they're king's fans duh uh and you can look at all the windows and all the options possible then they come out to your house measure the windows they don't subcontract anything Mm -mm. they've got great people local people and it changes everything with your house morgan listed it but the aesthetics too it goes a long way they work with us you should work with them too check out their website northwestexteriors.com simply the best trust northwest oh morgan love it we're also presented by sharif Jewelers. So I know. I was just talking about where am I going to get my new watch? I know exactly because I've already tried on three of them. And yeah. you guys, let me just tell you too a little bit about the experience really quick. Please. Because I think so many people get intimidated by going into um, a any any jeweler, right? It's like, are they going to try and sell me on things? Are they trying to get me to get something else I don't want? Are they going to lie to me? No. Sharif Jewelers, they are local. They are people that have been in this community forever. Yes, and on top of all that, they always have somebody in their family working at all their locations. They have so much more than just engagement rings. They have people that fix jewelry. They have custom jewelry. Deuce, I am obsessed, and yes, I can't wait to get my watch working and get a new watch from Sharif Jewelers. Yeah, and another family that are big Kings fans. Yes. Go to any of their locations. A member of the family is going to be there. They're great to work with, so check out one of their locations and go to their website, sharifjewelers.com. We appreciate their support the Deuce and Mo podcast. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, Morgan Reagan, I do want to play Mm. some video for you. This is immediately after the game. And for the audio people, it's after the final. And De'Aaron Fox is being helped. He's limping back to the locker room, being helped by a couple of members of the Kings staff back Mm. to the locker room. So the Kings next game, they do have some time off before they play the Golden State Warriors in San Francisco on Wednesday night at Chase Center. 
The Warriors got Draymond Green back tonight. They did win. Chris Paul came off the bench. They beat the Houston Rockets. But, um, you know, we don't know the status of De'Aaron Fox at this moment. Yeah. It's really hard to imagine him playing Wednesday night just to be perfectly candid. Yeah. Like, like, it would be pretty surprising. Yeah. If he is unable to go Wednesday, the Kings' next game is Saturday at Houston. Then they play Monday at Houston. So, not a ton of games over the stretch. Here's the reality. Oh, this is a long season. It's early in the season. Take your time. Hey, take your time. Big take picture. Your time, kid. And this is, you know, this is what happens. You know, the Kings had some great injury luck last year where guys were able to fight through things or guys who needed surgery like Sabonis played through it. That's awesome. But the reality is there are going to be issues that pop up. Unfortunately, this is with De'Aaron Fox, who's playing tremendous basketball right now. If he's not able to go, what do you think? Davion Mitchell starts, Malik Monk off the bench. Well, we heard from Mike Brown tonight because Tristy with NBC Sports, great question about Malik Monk and what he's capable of doing. And like if we would see him slip in that starting spot, that starting role, um, if De'Aaron was out. And Mike Brown kind of told her, well, I just love what he adds to the second unit or coming up, not even the second unit, just coming off the bench, right? He's uh, the versatility, the energy, all of the above. And also talking about like he, he can be a starter, but I just love what he adds there. So I don't know what move Mike Brown officially goes with, but I think in some ways, Staying true to your identity and keeping Malik staggered with this rotation and making sure you're getting that boost with him there is important. And I'm fine with that. I think Malik Monk needs to play a lot of minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, last year, he kind of did the same thing, even when Herter was out. Remember, Herter missed some games, and everyone's like, put Malik Monk in there. And he would start Terrence Davis and still bring Malik Monk off the bench. Yeah. But we saw what Malik Monk's able to do in a game like this. We've seen how explosive he can be in his playmaking. Or Davion Mitchell has struggled offensively out of the gate this year, right? Like Davion tonight ends up playing 15 minutes. He had five points. He had two assists, four fouls, two rebounds. And, you know, I I think he's got to show the ability to run the team and get them into their stuff and be able to knock down shots too. I mean, missing De'Aaron Fox is a huge blow. It's huge. I, I I could even picture a world where maybe if Davion's not playing well or something, yeah. they will play Monk. But don't be surprised if you, you see someone like Colby Jones, the rookie, too, because he's shown the ability that he can play a guard spot, set his teammates up, and play some good These defense. things happening yeah. are can sometimes be this blessing in disguise where other people get to show off what they're capable of doing. Cause if these things don't happen, then those people are never going to be able to show off. Like, you know, who's in line. And if you're not going to get your moment, you're not going to get your moment. And when I say that, it's not that one of these people are even going to take away any minutes from deer and Fox when deer and Fox comes back, but it's about understanding, Oh, they can run a team. They can be that next man up. They're exactly what we needed. And I would have never been able to see this unless this happened. Hopefully he's not missing too much time. Hopefully, yeah. but he's it's not. again, it's early. Just get better, and the Kings, they do. I think they will practice tomorrow. I don't know that they're going to have media availability, but okay. maybe you get an update. If not, the Kings will be playing on Wednesday. 
We need to go to one of our favorites for the first time this year. Let's welcome him to the show. He's hitting us up on our Discord channel. You could do the same, too, if you're watching us live. You can hop in Discord, hop in the waiting room and night chat, and then we'll get to you. Let's check in with Pernil. What's up? Hello, guys. Dude, how Hi, you doing, Pernille. man? Uh, what what stood out to you with this with this game tonight? Um. All right, first things first, I thought the resiliency of this team down the stretch was really, really good. One of the things I've been, like, pretty afraid of uh, going into this season is, like, how would we react if Fox or someone goes down with injury? Obviously, a big talk with, like, national media is the Kings' good injury luck. And uh, Fox has carried us through in those late-game situations. And I, today, I got my answer. Malik Monk stepped up big time. And... The one thing that I really did like was in that late game situation was it wasn't just Monk doing things. I thought that Monk was the spearhead, but he was looking for guys as well. Yep. Uh, that Herder 3 was like, that Herder 3 felt like a storybook ending to me. It felt like he had a great game, was great defensively, and then he hits that 3. That seems like, wow, maybe, maybe, the, maybe the slump is done. But um, overall, I thought late game offense... Didn't look like it missed a beat at all, which is something I am very, very, yeah. very happy for if Fox does miss some time with his injury. You know, Pernil, I'm glad you brought that up, too, because at the end of the fourth quarter, you could tell Fox, he was milking the clock on that final play, and I thought he might have had the opportunity to get a shot up. Instead, he gets it to Keegan, who had a great look to win at the buzzer. Mm, he missed it. Great look. When that buzzer went off, I went, oh, well, this game's over. I'm like... The Kings aren't going to win this game with Sabonis fouled out and then a hobbled Fox. It felt like, ah, missed opportunity. But you're right. Guys stepped up, and it's just good. Like, they battled through some adversity tonight. They battled through some frustrating maybe calls or, or being in foul trouble. They kept playing hard. They dealt with the Lakers' runs. The Lakers end up taking the lead in the yeah. fourth quarter, and, you know, guys are in foul trouble from Keegan to Sabonis to uh, Fox to Mitchell, and they just kept playing. And they, they still made plays. And you just love having a team that not only can handle that a little bit, get some stops, and then the Kings just have a lethal offense. They've got shooting everywhere. And it was on display tonight. Yeah, and I think a very underrated part of like the continuity that everyone talks about with the Sacramento Kings is like with continuity comes like you, you share battles together. This team shares battles together. And you can see with how the team reacted to both Domas getting out and Fox coming out. I don't think any other team, there's very few teams in the league that can react that way and, and step up like that because we have that continuity. Continuity. We have that coaching. We have that culture. I, I do want to use that word. We have that culture within this organization where we took a hit. Fox got injured. Fox is playing through something. So bonus is out for like six to seven minutes late in that game. But we still stood up. We still fought back. Monk threes. Uh, Herter playing great defense with that three in the end. Keegan incredibly clutch rebounding late in the stretch. JaVale, solid defense. I mean, the team just stepped up, yeah. and that, that shows the growth of this team, and that shows why I think people are still a little bit sleeping on us. Even if we do hit, we do get hit with the injury bug, the team, they have people that will step up, which is something really, really, really underrated part about the continuity of this organization and the culture that's being built in Sacramento. Yeah, and I, I think, too, you you look at the, like, the philosophy, like Mike Brown's philosophy on the offensive end on the defensive end and there's so much team involved right like although you he knows he can depend on certain individuals there's so much team involved in that next man up mentality is giving not only everyone the confidence to step up but it, there's this sense of pride that flows through 
all these players when they're out there. And it's like they want to step up for one another. They don't go, oh, Fox is out, so now I need to take over. Or Sabonis is gone, so now I need to make sure I'm facilitating. It's like they still understand the flow, the system, and how Mike Brown wants them to play the game. Perneal, I do want to get your thoughts on Keegan Murray because you talk about playing the game. We we know that Keegan can be good offensively with the shooting. He's expanded his offensive game. I'm curious what's jumped out to you with his defense in the early going. Uh, first thing before I get into that, I, I do want to say, if Keegan hit that shot late game, I was thinking that the crowd reaction to the Keegan oh my and God. then everyone oh screaming my Murray would have been beautiful. I mean, it would have been absolutely like an incredible atmosphere. But going into what I saw from Keegan, I thought that one thing that he continued to do very well on from last year was the rebounding, right? Late game, he got a couple of clutch offensive rebounds. He's gotten really good at figuring out when the ball is going to bounce off, hitting in the right positioning as a rebounder, doing well as a box out. Um, but most important thing that I think Keegan, the front office, or, or I mean the coaching staff sort of teased on, and also that the front office um, or, or that Keegan showed is the increased speed and the increased strength. A lot of people expected like a big offensive output, and he did have a good offensive game. He had like 17 points. He had a couple of nice finishes at the rim. He had a couple of nice middies. But his defense throughout the night, I thought, was really, really good. LeBron had, what, eight turnovers tonight? And Keegan was very active on the defensive side of the ball, and he impacted the game in a ton of different ways outside of his shooting, which wasn't super great today, only three for nine. But... Keegan as a whole, you're seeing the development more on the defensive end than the offensive end, but you're still seeing that, oh, he's going to be, you're seeing the all-star flashes that we saw from last year, just a little bit more like the, oh, this dude is going to be really, really, really good. Morgan, how shocked were you about LeBron being called for, I think, two travels tonight, maybe a double dude. dribble as well? Like you, Brunil mentioned the eight turnovers. I was so happy. What? I was LeBron so happy. called for a travel? When there was that that <laughs> last travel, I think they called on him when he was at the the on started on the left side beyond the arc and was gonna kind of cross over to the right. And he takes two steps before even putting the ball on the floor. And I'm just like, that's a travel. And they blow the whistle. And I'm like, what are there basketball gods watching us right now? Like, what's happening? You know, LeBron, and I don't want to like start like taking shots at the guy. I just, I get so frustrated with him throughout his career for a certain place. And I thought tonight was the best example of it. He had an awesome second half. Yes. Kind of a quiet star. I think he's frustrated because there's like a minute restriction on him that they went well over tonight. He ends up playing 39. His final numbers were 27 points, 15 rebounds, eight assists, eight turnovers. But I mean, in the game, LeBron, the, Settle so much from three. But you say and, that. No, he and here's why. He's it. Sabonis has five fouls. Mm-hmm. They could have fouled oh, him out okay. way earlier. Okay. Attack him. He had yeah. Sabonis on a switch. He didn't attack him. He settled for a three that was off. And I know he's one of the greatest of all time. I feel like I say all this stuff because then people are like, you're being a LeBron hater. No, I just go, no, I go attack. This guy, one of the most important players, is in foul trouble and you're not attacking him? And really quick too, I'll just add to that because it's like he is aging and like yeah. people are like yeah, he's had to adjust his game where he's not attacking every single time, but you're exactly right. It's like no, no that Sabonis has those five fouls and get him out of the game. Like just yeah, he's a smart guy. Well, Pranil, uh, yeah. we appreciate you so much for, for checking in and uh, I, I think it's going to be a fun year, man. I think this team's good. 
Oh yeah, for sure. And even if like Fox is out for like a couple weeks, I think we'll be completely fine. And with with Monk stepping up, with maybe Colby Jones getting some run, I th I think we're gonna be in for a very good year. Let's go, Pernil. Thanks, Pernil. Appreciate you, man. All right, bye bye. See you guys later. Pernil, seventeen years old now, Love and he, that guy. he's filling out college apps. By the way, he hit me up about that. I feel like we're just like his parents, you know? We're just like we, just like him. Yeah, yeah. It's totally. We're just like. No, it's been We fun. have met his dad. When he first started calling him, wasn't he like 15? Yeah. 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 So he's he's a very passionate fan and he knows the game. Such so a bright it's, future in cool. anything he wants to do. Yeah. Um yeah, I just LeBron like attack, man. Go 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 at him at the rim. I go make some bonus in, I just would I'm I'm with you on that. Because yeah. then you see you see one of those final plays of him going at Keegan and it's like yeah, you you're capable of doing that. I think, but also I think with Sabonis, he's like it is a stronger body you yeah. are going at. It's going to take a little bit more work. I was surprised they didn't try to play Rui more. I felt like you yeah. know with this length, he only played 17 minutes in this game, and mm. even like Christian Wood, like people, why do you only play 13 minutes? I see Lakers fans talk about it. Here's why: I when he was out there, they, they, there's one lineup where they didn't have AD in, and Christian Wood was in, I believe. And man, did the Kings just go at him at the rim because he yep. he he just is never rotating properly. He's such a gifted offensive player; he can score, and he, yes. he instantly comes in, scores eleven. But coaches get so frustrated with him because of the other end. Yeah, and it's also because they know he's got the capability. He had a stretch last year when he started with Dallas. He had a stretch of games where he's like blocking four or five shots a night, and it's not just about block shots, right? Like no not contesting, but it's it's just not the consistent defensive effort. I thought AD had some great moments in this game. Uh, 30 points for him, 16 rebounds. He had two steals, three blocks. Dude. He had a nice, couple of nice pokeaways on Sabonis when he put the ball on the floor. I got to give Anthony Davis his love. Exactly. Because, like, I mean, th this is another 30-point game that he's back-to-back 30-point games. And I think tonight watching him um, up close was like it – it. I see why we talk about Anthony Davis the way that we talk about him in this league because he, wow, he is so talented. He is so just, there's not many bodies and people like him. Right. And that's why you can only hope that you can depend yeah. on him when it comes to his health, because it has been his track record. And there has been other moments that you see games where he's on the floor and he's leaving his, his teammates um, high and dry. But tonight he looked good, but it's nice to see that the Kings looked a little better. The chat just mentioned this. Appreciate you guys reminding me. It was in my notes. This was LeBron's oh, yeah. 20th anniversary. You got an eyelash there. If you wanna... There yeah. you go. Uh, LeBron James's 20th anniversary of his NBA debut, which took place in Sacramento. I don't know if the league intentionally did that tonight, but it was pretty cool to have that moment. It's like, yeah, his 20th anniversary comes in Sacramento where it all started for him. Additionally, I mean... Are you kidding me? What? Uh, th how good he still is? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? What are you? What additionally? What? Yeah, LeBron James. It's what's so been so sad about his career is that all of us NBA fans, I think, always, always expect him. To be at such a an, to be perfect, uh, like, yeah, yeah. but like at a level that's like not even human at times, especially when he was 
if you want to say in his prime or younger or whatever. And um, I mean, we'll all realize that when he's out of the league and I know you can hate him off the court and his immature bullshit, whatever you want, but like, except he does amazing things off the court too. And, and, and people no, don't and that's, acknowledge. But yeah. that's, and that's what I'm saying too. Like yeah. there's so many people who just like, yeah, there's a lot of LeBron haters, but that comes with greatness, right? People hate Curry. People hate LeBron. I mean, sure. it's, yeah, but it's just 20 years. Pretty amazing stuff from uh, LeBron James. A couple of notes. Torian Prince off to a great start with them, too. 20 points for him. Austin Reeves, one of 12 in this game. He could do shit tonight. Yeah. No, nope. he did not have a game. I think, I mean, I felt like the Kings were doing pretty good on him, too, the way that they were just being active, getting up in him, kind of treating him like he was the weakest link. So, um, yeah, kind of taking his him out of his game. We do have more calls to get to, but oh, we yeah. have our, you guys, I don't know if you guys don't know, we started this new king's moment jar each and every game we pick a moment or maybe two moments yeah from the game and we put it in this and then at the end of the year we'll just start reading some of them like oh remember this because we don't want to forget shit that happens throughout the year and let's be honest we forget shit that happens and oh you gotta enjoy the ride morgan right? does not this should be like morgan's memory jar and also this can this could be bad moments too throughout the year because there will be bad moments that we shouldn't forget either mm-hmm. um there's a lot of moments tonight, Morgan. And, you know, if the chat wants to hop out, someone was just mentioning Fox and how, like, after he got hurt, he still went strong to the basket. Oh, my God. That moment tonight where he came back, the ovation he got when he came out of the locker room. Yeah. Goes to the scores table and checks into the game. And he still had an impact the out crowd. there. crowd. I don't know that we talked about that enough tonight. De'Aaron Fox hurt his ankle. It looks pretty bad right now. Yeah. He came back into the into the fourth quarter and mid made plays. He wanted to finish. The guy's a dog. Pernil talked about it, like resiliency and just not only for this whole team, but the way that De'Aaron Fox wanted to put his body on the line and push through. And like was so great. There's no theatrics behind it. The guy just wanted to ball out. Like he is he takes so much pride in his game and um being a leader of this team. And yeah. Put it down. All right. I'm going to do 1029. I'm putting down two moments tonight. Okay. Game three. Okay. Okay. Verse Lakers. Fox returns ankle. I'm going to put what? 37 points. 13 in the fourth, right? Yep. And then Keegan, fuck you to Mike Brown. <laughs> Because I think that's the next moment. The fact that tonight Mike Brown is heated at Keegan Murray for passing up a three, then getting called for travel. Keegan then gets the ball off a of miss, takes it down the floor, eventually ends up in a three-point make for Keegan Murray. Uh-huh. And Mike Brown said he turned to him. Keegan turned to him and said, fuck you. Yep. I think oh, those are the moments. That twice. Well, that's he might have said F you. That's the quote. No, he might have said F you and not everything morgan stop with that we'll need some confirmation so that goes in here we go moment number three to the king's jar i like this i do too i like this gimmick i like this gimmick the gimmick i don't like tonight is people and what they're doing with my costume tonight uh, our Discord Why? is having so much what fun. What don't you like about it? Well, I mean, that's what you look like. like <laughs> that's what actually not say? a bad Photoshop. Yeah. Uh, then it got this. Here we go. And I saw someone be like, oh, Morgan didn't dress up like with dude. I did. I it, I just 
took off my the rest of my costume. Tell me I'm not the same as this person as Alan right now. Some nerdy white dude with some really red hair. Yeah. Nope. Same, same. I killed it. I killed it. Why do you need so much um like validation with this? Well, you did um, great, dude. That's cool. That's something I'll be talking to my therapist tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. <laughs> All right, let's welcome in to Night Chat tonight. Oh, of course. We didn't hear from him last game for some bizarre reason, oh. but he is back here tonight. Coach Nick. Hi, Coach Nick. Hi, Deucemo. How are you? Good. Hi. Did you have fun with the Kings winning tonight? Yes, I did. I said, get the hell out of here, Los Angeles Lakers. Ha ha, you guys lost. Ha ha. The Los Angeles losers. Whoa! Right. What do you like about the game tonight, Nick? I, I like about the game because we had good defense. So why not win tonight? Why not beat the Lakers? The Los Angeles losers. Fire! 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 Fire the lights out! Yes. Morgan. No. No. No, Nick, you're so good at it now. I think for now on, you need to come on the show after every single win and make sure you're saying, Fire the laser! You got that, okay? Yeah, hey, hey, Morgan, yeah. I want to say thank you for being part of my life and oh. Deuce too. We And you know what? I have to say this. Why not like the beam? Why, why not, not like light the beam? beam. Uh, every time. I have to ask why you. Why not tonight? Yeah, why not? Why I, have, not? I have to ask you a question, Nick. What do you think about my Halloween costume oh, tonight? Oh, great question. Oh. <laughs> You look awesome in it. Do you know? Aww. Okay, thank you. Thank yeah, you. No, Do you know you where it's from? No, I don't. He doesn't need to know. He doesn't need it. It's from Barbie. I thought everyone told me that everyone saw that movie. I thought it maybe was like the highest grossing movie in it the last was. Like, 45 it, years. You didn't wear a wig, bruh. You got to wear hey, the wig. Yeah, yeah. No. Somehow, I might have to come trick or treat in your guys' neighborhood. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Nick, if you showed up at my house one, I'd be like, how did Nick find out where I live? Uh, uh, two, what would you, what don't would you, you live in, Don't you live in Sacramento, California? Well, good luck finding it then, huh? Um, Nick, real fast. If you showed up at my house, a little trick or treat, wh who, what are you dressing as? Oh, great question. Uh, a, Kings, a Kings fan. Oh no, no, oh. you're not dressing as yourself, Nick. Oh. If you come if you show up at my house and you didn't have a costume on, I slam the door in your face. Oh. So you, yeah, so, you better so, go find a, a costume, yeah. my friend. Yeah. Morgan, can I I might have to come to your house to trick or treat at your house. Nick, can I be honest with you? I don't answer the door when people knock on the door. I don't care if it's a Girl Scout. I don't care if it's a trick-or-treater. I don't care. You are so, you, trick or treaters. You're gonna deny trick-or-treaters. You, you better put did, some candy did out I for the trick-or-treaters. Somewhere in this sentence. I, you're telling me people knock on your door and you just go, do 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 do. You don't answer for Halloween. I mean, then I have to go buy candy. Like I have to I have to do a lot of things. So Nick, I'm just gonna tell you this. Don't go to my street because I don't have candy. You don't have candy. I don't have any candy. <laughs> it, Nick, and I gotta be honest, man, you, you're too old to trick or treat. Now. What? Yeah. No. What? Nick, just make sure you're wearing a mask when you go trick or treat. Nick, you are twenty-two years old. <laughs> Thirty-one. Oh, okay. My points even prove you're 31 and you're going to go trick or treating. It's for, are you a kid? No. You're a kid at heart though. Just Aww. like me, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. man. Well, hey, uh, good luck trick-or-treating. Good Kings win and uh, sleep beams. I'll be at the Kings game November 8th. All right. All right. We'll, we'll see, see you there. Sleep beams. Better give me a pizza, deuce. Okay. <laughs> sleep beams, Nick. Sleep beams, Nick. Sleep beams. See ya. There's there's Nick. Yeah, Thank don't you. don't take that away from him. It's like telling him something else about a different holiday that I will not say on here just in case there's young people. Yeah, you're just careful there, huh? Yeah. All right, who's up next on Night Chat? I can't see the name. Yo, what is up? It's uh, who to what now? Who to what now? What's who up, what man? Now? Welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, man, I'm doing well. It's the first time I've been able to call in a while. My internet in Peru, I would just be cutting out all the time on you guys. So wait, we're, you're, we're, you're in Argentina now? Is that what you said in Discord? Yeah, Buenos Aires. Just got here uh, less than a week ago, yeah. Wow, what a life you live. <laughs> yeah, Did- dude, uh, it's 3.28 in the morning here, but uh, I had to be up here with you guys. Okay. Wow. Wait, so then did you actually get to watch the game or are you just jumping on here? Oh, no, absolutely. I watched it. I've got my illegal streams. I found them. Oh, hey, hey. We pay, wow. we pay for League House, League Pass in this league house. League House? League House, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Luckily, I'm not, in, yeah, I'm not in your house, so yeah. I, I ain't messing with anything there. You um, guys are good. So what, what jumped out to, to you tonight, man? Well, I just want to I want to point out Sasha really quick. was yeah. absolutely like his... His cutting ability, like he just has that ability. He's like um like a martial artist where the second that the blind spot opens up, he just finds the way to go right down the mm-hmm. right down the lane. Like, he may not always get the ball, he may not always fucking or sorry. sorry. You're oh I you're fine. You know, you can cuss yeah. and whatever. Yeah, that's fine. All right, cheers. But either way, like it's just it's brilliant to watch. And I also want to say on that uh, that fu when uh, when Tegan Murray made that shot, I love the smile on Sasha's face when he sat on the bench. Like he was just so happy. That was such a brilliant moment to see. Just uh, he's an amazing teammate. Yeah, this team is fantastic. Yeah, hey, we're. Uh, I, I I just I, sometimes I have I do check myself okay because it's like hey Deuce man you're flying high after an overtime win over the Lakers you're feeling good but I felt good about this team before the season I felt good about them in the off season and the more you, you watch the team you know being at practices seeing how they work talking to people that they they're not a perfect team. They're not a championship team yet in my mind, but you see the makings of something special. Yes. And it it it's Great it's the stuff you talk about. Like Sasha is about to check in and he's not. He's not frustrated. He's all laughing because Keegan made a three and he like claps his hand and walks back to the bench. Everyone works their asses off. There's guys that wish they could be playing more, and of course you wish that. And that's what you want them to feel. They work hard, they're good guys. They all have good feel for the game. Mike Brown's built an incredible culture. Monty and Wes have done a great job assembling this team. And I think this season's going to be a great one. I really do. I think the Kings are going to prove that their offense is going to be legit and the defense is going to improve. I, I, I really believe that. I think we saw the signs of it in the playoffs against the Warriors. I think we saw the signs of it in the preseason. And we're seeing signs of it to start the year with De'Aaron Fox looking like a legit two-way star with Keegan Murray showing his defensive ability with a guy his size. Everyone plays hard. They're unselfish. They play the right way. 
It's so rare to have that in the league, and there's not many teams who play that way. And the Denver Nuggets are one of them. They're a championship-caliber team. And one thing before you add anything else, someone in the chat said, enjoy this team while it lasts. People, Dude, win yes. or lose, we can you. only experience the dynamic of this team, the chemistry they share. And it's so it's like when you have something that special, like you just said, Deuce, uh, in front of your face, enjoy it while it, it can be it can be gone in an instant yeah. you just never know so just soak it all in don't act cocky about it and act like it's going to last forever there's going to be a dynasty just enjoy it while it's there uh, absolutely i mean i think they feel the same way too like you can see the gratitude on their own faces and the work ethic they put in to make sure it lasts as long as it can I mean, and as you're talking about with the perfect team being a championship team, like the Nuggets were not perfect last year. Like they they had a lot of down stretches. People were down on yeah. them. They came in when it mattered, and they believed in themselves. When you look at this team, they believe in themselves. Every time we're down, we fight. Like even if we're out of it, in a sense, finger quotes, like we're gonna keep on pressing to at least give ourselves an opportunity. Like against the Warriors, people were in the Discord. It was going mayhem, man. It was going crazy. People are like, it's so funny to watch the emotional reactions from people. Like, it just is a roller coaster. But man, the, like the team itself, they they will consistently fight. They'll put up the shots. They'll like they may not always play perfect defense, but then Mike Brown will get in on them, or they'll get in on themselves, and then they turn it around. Like, nothing will ever be perfect. But as long as you keep fighting, as long as you keep having the joy and you keep having gratitude for the situation you're in, man, anything's possible. Why not? As Nick always says oh, yeah. why not oh, man you just <laughs> gave me chills yeah I, i'm i'm feeling really good about where things are headed and um i can't wait to see how it turns out i mean yeah like you said they're gonna be ups and downs in the season duh 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 but i think things are headed in a really really good direction especially based on what we saw last year thanks for checking in man enjoy argentina yeah Absolutely. I'll, I'll call in a few times in the in the future. Hell yeah. 333, uh, tune out. Much love, guys. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. That's cute. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I've talked to some people close, you know, around the team, and they all feel great about yeah. where things are at. And it it just makes it exciting, especially after so many bad years of basketball. And, you know, for me, who was a person who grew up falling in love with those early 2000s Kings teams, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, where they played an exciting brand. They had depth. They shared the rock. They looked like they enjoyed each other. They played a great brand of basketball. It was beautiful to watch. I feel, I'm starting to really feel it with this team as they grow together too. Like you have to remember, there's so many new guys last year. Now there's friendships being formed. There's bonds yes. being formed. They're getting to know each other on and off the court. And you could see it, it It plays well to their success. Everyone always asks me about wins with this team. I mean, with every team every yeah. year, they're like, how many wins? How many wins? And I always, I do answer a lot with like, I just want a good product on the floor. Like I want special basketball being played. And what I've realized is like in this moment is that, the wins, even when the wins would come with some of those other teams and it would give me some faith or hope, the wins didn't make me feel this certain type of way, this yeah. this this happiness. But the special style of play and then it translated into wins is what 
is like near and dear to my heart. And I don't know if that's because I'm a, like a basketball junkie and I just love the shit out of good basketball. I don't know if it's because like I'm, you know, uh, this is my hometown team or what it is, but whatever it is, it's special basketball being played is what truly just fills my soul. And I think everyone else is feeling that too. What a vibe. It is. It's what a, a vibe. vibe. It's a good vibe. And that's why the other night, it, the Warriors game stung a little bit because you're like, God, they should have won that game. They had like, they missed some shots. They had a rough stretch when they play their brand. Yeah. It works out. And it's like, I'm not, even when they have a third quarter like they did, it's not like it's part of their identity anymore, you know, it, or maybe, or hopefully it's not going to be. It's, it's more like, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a basketball game like different shit's gonna happen good teams former championship teams are gonna go on runs and figure out like there's gonna be nights that some teams are just hot and you can be contesting their threes and you're not gonna be able to stop them like it's gonna happen it's a long season but like you just have to remember what you're breaking down when you're talking about it i think the other thing too that's been fun is just seeing De'Aaron like We've seen his ups and downs in Sacramento. Oh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't that long ago no. where you're like, is he okay? Or even, yeah. Like, the, is he going to be here? And Dude. then it, 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 everyone thinks it has to go a certain way. Like, hey, by year two, you have to do this. Or year three. Dude, everyone's got a different path. You yep. know, it, it takes some guys longer. Some guys never figure it out. Some guys figure it out right away. But here, De'Aaron Fox is year seven in the nba and yeah. he's he's coming he's turned into a leader he's turned into a guy who can go get buckets he is just a really damn good player this is fun guys this is fun. this is fun um can we get to a couple of nba notes before we wrap up today sure because there are some interesting things we mentioned the king's next opponent actually the next two opponents they play the warriors on wednesday then they are on the road to take on the houston rockets for two games well the houston rockets Still winless. They are now 0-3 after losing tonight to the Golden State Warriors, who got the return of Draymond Green. He played 21 minutes tonight, and he started. Chris Paul came off the bench for them. Chris Paul coming off the bench for the first time in his NBA career, had eight points, seven assists, five rebounds. Steph Curry led the way, 24 points, just 6-16 of shooting. Uh, he did that little scream face too. Do he got he that? got Dylan Brooks so good tonight. So good, Dude, Dylan. Dylan uh, Brooks, uh, twelve points, four of ten shooting. By the way, Van Vliet. God, he got all that money. It's early. Duh. It's he had early. eight points on two of thirteen. So uh, Golden State's now two and one after a back to back wins for them. It wasn't a pretty game for them, but they got the win. Uh, I was watching this game earlier. It was like one of the prime games for me to check out. I know everyone's watching football. Deuce Mason's weird. He's watching Denver OKC this weird. afternoon in Oklahoma City. It was their home opener. The Nuggets, man. I mean, first of all, let's give OKC a little love here. I thought Chet had some awesome moments in this game. And, of course, people want to criticize him. Oh, he got pushed around by Jokic. Yeah, 99% of the NBA gets pushed around by Jokic a little bit. Jokic did say after the game that Chet needs to get a little fatter. No, they Whoa. need to put on a little bit. Chet did have 19 points. And, you know, posed a little bit of a challenge trying to make Jokic come out and defend yeah. him on the perimeter a little bit. SGA had a terrible game. Two of 16 shooting. Nothing was working. He finished with seven points. Jokic Morgan, mm-hmm. 
28 points, 14 rebounds, five assists in 30 minutes. He was 12 of 16. And the Nuggets just looked locked in. Damn. I mean, they are just, I mean, obviously defending champs, but it's like we were just talking about with Sacramento. It's like they have a cohesiveness yeah. that they just go in and smack around anyone. They beat OKC today 128 to 95. Whew. Killed them. So Denver wow. is now 3-0 and on the season. Atlanta beat Milwaukee. Atlanta hey. gets uh, their first win of the season. Dame coming off that amazing 39-point game. Remember Thursday mm-hmm. night against Philly? Hit that big three late. Oof. Oof. It was not Dame time today. What did he do? Oh, God. Dame Lillard. Oh. He played 30 minutes tonight. It's going to happen. This was this is a rare Dame. But like, no, but say. Let me read it to you, Morgan. Yeah. Dame had six points, six turnovers on two of 12 shooting. Um, and the Hawks win 127 to 110. Good balance scoring. Trey Young didn't shoot it well, but did have 20 points, 11 assists on five of 14 shooting. Damn. I mean, obviously didn't watch, um, so no. I have no idea what slowed down Dame, like if it was yeah. Atlanta's defense or if it was just Dame not having a good game. Yeah, I, they did a lot. They, they trapped him a lot, and okay. they were trying to throw some different looks at him. They're, they'll be fine to adjust. The one thing watching that game against the Sixers the other night, that Dame Giannis, it, it, they can't, defenses can't put up that wall anymore for Giannis because yeah. you put up a wall. There's so Ooh, many other there's weapons. There's Dame yeah. that can shoot. Middleton, Lopez. It makes them a lot harder to, to defend. So they're going to be fun for sure. Uh, Embiid was questionable for today for rest. Give him credit. He ends up playing. Oh, he did end up playing? He ended up playing and oh. he had a monster game. 35 points, 15 rebounds, 7 assists, and 6 blocks. They hammered Portland 126-98. Portland's a mess right now. DeAndre Ayton is averaging like eight points a game through three games. That's he, tough. Seven points, nine rebounds for him in 20 minutes of action. I thought I thought he was going to do a little bit more with that, you know, new scenery, just being with the new squad, but um, hopefully he can figure that out. But do you see for Philly that James Harden was on the bench in he street was. clothes? He was in street clothes on so the bench. Weird. Uh, also, I'm glad Embiid played because when I saw questionable for Thank the rest three you. games in, the NBA early, there's been a few too many guys resting early. And I don't know if it's like a middle finger to the league for putting in the new resting policy for national TV games and star players. This is bad for business. These guys need to play. Like yeah. Embiid needs to play. What, you're going to rest him so he can look tired in the playoffs like he usually does? Yeah. No, let him get these reps. Put him out there, especially when you need a win. They're now 2-1 and one on the season. Portland is 0-3. The Sacramento Kings' next home game is actually against the Blazers, so that's coming up soon. Uh, and then the last game, the Clippers hammered the San Antonio Spurs, 123-83. Wembenyama, 11 points. Uh, Kawhi had 21 against his former team. Damn. So. Here's okay, a no. look around the NBA. Open mic, super chat. Appreciate all the super chats we get. Hopefully we didn't miss any. Yeah, thank you. Mike donates two bucks. Like, do some milk. What's your balling shoes of choice? Um, You know, it's funny. Well, I mean, it used to be just anything Allen Iverson. I think I had the the answers. Man, yeah, you... You had Dada Supremes too at one point. I had right? Dada's. I had Dada's, but like, what do you wear now though? What and do you I have, have T Max now. I have I have Curry's and I have uh, which by the way I want De'Aaron shoe because I love the 
Curry's. The Under Armour? That, yeah. yeah, that I have. Okay. Like, they're just Are they really... paying you to say that or you just no, nice? Okay, no, that's cool. I'm, I'm being serious about. I love the way, like, I have a wide foot and so it's it's really nice on Don't my foot. Don't you have KDs as well? And I do have KDs. I got I got both these for free, by the way. I would not wow, pay for humble brag. Well, I wouldn't pay for brand new basketball shoes when I'm not balling out I there see on the all floor. the time. Yeah, okay. like, they're expensive shoes. But yeah, I really do like the KDs too. They're really, they stay really tight and nice on the ankle, but the Curry um, I really like how it adjusts to my foot. Ricky has a great question. Uh, what? Let me, and I should answer Mike's question first because he's asking me what shoes I ball on. <sighs> this is a sensitive subject. I've never had a player's signature shoe. We couldn't afford them growing up. I, I mean, if I got lucky, if, if I got any Nike shoe, a basketball shoe growing up, that was a win. But more times than not, it was... I know. So talk what, about your shoe now. You want to go to the shoe stores? We call Payless. Let's go. I mean, I mean, I went to Payless too until I just have some. I don't even know what kind. Of, I just they're like black Nikes. I want to get a signature shoe. You though. should. And so, if you guys have recommendations on what player shoe I should get, let me know. Um, Ricky has a point that was funny. Nothing will ever be perfect. What about Mister Perfect and the Perfect Plus Plex? Good point. That I said that perfectly, didn't I? Yes. Well, it's been fun tonight. If you have not hit the thumbs up yet, can you guys please hit the thumbs up and subscribe? It just helps our channel grow. If you're Thank listening you. on the Apple Podcast or, or on Apple Podcast or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us grow on the audio side as well. We're trying to grow this channel like crazy. And you guys are being so supportive, so appreciate yeah. everyone being here so late too. Yeah. Amazing. And the final comment of the night goes to Stephen Brown, oh. who says, Deuce likes reminding us about how poor he was. <laughs> Oh, I love you, Stephen Brown. It's been a minute. Dude, it's like to remind. That's cute. That's cute. Can we do one last note uh, through my... I need to look through my notes to see if I missed anything. The, the, my least favorite thing is when I end the podcast and then I go, oh, I didn't talk about that. You can go through your notes as I tell everyone I have a big acting job tomorrow. What's your note? Another thing about Keegan's night, worth mentioning, <laughs> yeah. AD blocked them twice early. And I was like, please don't start hesitating. Keegan bounced back tonight. Amazing. Big way after amazing. AD got him twice on some amazing rejections. Thank God you got Now let's noted. get to your big acting thing. You're going to be in a Nor Northwest well, Exteriors commercial that's going to be on TV. And we probably, and I like, we'll talk about it more after I do it. But let's just say I have a husband and two kids in this commercial. I thought I was going to play myself. You when, know, <laughs> when this whole thing came around, I was like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, I'm going to do like a testimonial, you know, whatever. And then they're like, no, you're going to be an actress. I'm like, I've, I acted like once. Do you have in my lines? No, and there's no lines. There's no lines. So wait, I just in have a to TV act like a mom. You're gonna have a fake husband, kids. A fake husband and a two kids. Yeah, you know what's right. gonna be great when people see this, they're going to recognize you. Oh, and because well, it's gonna air during Kings games. What if probably. it's like they only do shots of like the back of my well, head? Well, I hope she's so. so bad at but acting. guess what? Everyone, people are gonna watch that that maybe aren't locked in with us and go. Yeah, I didn't know she has a husband and two kids. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Wow, that's her. She can afford that house. She can afford that house. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't even know what the house looks like, but I'm sure they're gonna make it look big and pretty. With, um, but they will have the actual, like it's an actual house that was done by Northwest too. So, so you're acting tomorrow. How long is the shoot? Uh, dude. All day. What do you mean? If they're you don't have lines, I have a, I have to. My call time is seven a.m. I have to be <laughs> makeup and hair ready. I'm gonna be so tired, and I have to be there until five. 
What, are they just gonna like make you open windows and shut them? Or, and like, like, what you, like, and like what, you, probably you, do math. You have my to kids. pretend to be a mom. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, what I, if they do like really stereotypical women thing? Like, hey, more. We need you to wipe down the counters. Can oh you, god! And they kind of like, well, be, can you can you look out the window while you do the dishes? While <laughs> like you're gonna get really affected. Oh fuck! What do I do? You just you go. No, my husband's doing them. Is what you do. You you make you you you. Should, we do not subscribe to those. Those rules, those That's stereotypes. That's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. I know. I mean, can why can't I be mowing the lawn and like wave at my husband inside uh, doing the dishes? Yeah. Oh no. That is so funny. Well, well. Either way, it's gonna be hilarious. It's gonna be fun. That um, Northwest trusts me to be their ambassador. So. Um, to trust me to be in their ambassador, you know what I mean. To yeah, just yeah, yeah. obviously, yeah, we be get it. We get it. You have to do another commercial. That's fine. Uh, appreciate you guys so much. We will be back live Wednesday night following Kings Warriors, but we'll be dropping content on our YouTube page tomorrow and Tuesday. So go to youtube.com slash at deuce and mo. We love you, but we got to go. You're all badass for being here. We'll catch you later. See ya. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo. Deuce and Mo, they tell you what they know. Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, the podcast that you know. Deuce and Mo. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.